Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Everyday Black History. Happy Monday to everyone out there. I hope it was it was a wonderful day and a wonderful start to your week as we end this month of January and head into February Black History Month. I hope this first month of the year was a good month for everybody out there listening. Um, But as mentioned, we will be heading into Black History Month next month, the month of February. And um, next month, we will definitely be putting out, you know, a little bit more material for Black History Month. But, um, you know, we'll continue um, as we always do. That's why the show is called Everyday Black History, because Black History is not just for one month. But, you know, since Black History, since February is Black History Month, we we definitely try and at least to put out a little bit more content for to commemorate Black History Month, and um, so yeah, you know, next month, you know, um, we'll definitely we'll definitely be putting out more material and um, you know just putting out more content rather, and um, just commemorating um, the month of February and Black History Month. But today, we are going to be talking about three different people. Three, three men who invented things that most people probably don't even know that they have a patent for. And it's not to say that they were the only ones who invented these things. You know, sometimes people will argue and say, oh, um, you know, this person, you know, they were, you know as far as uh, black inventors are concerned, people will argue and say, oh, this person didn't invent that or someone else invented that. And it's like, there's a patent that's proof that this person, you know, did uh, either invent this thing or uh, made an improvement to an existing invention because the, pra- the patent is proof that it existed. But, you know, you have people who just want to argue and fight and, you know, just be divisive for no reason. So, you know, I, that, that's why I like, you know, when, when there's a... And there's proof to show that this person actually did invent this thing. You know, it, some people always want to say, oh, you're making it up. You're making it up because they, you know, they too want to deny, um, you know, black Americans their place in history. You know, our, our place in history for things and contributions that we, you know, has given to history. So these three individuals, they invented things and, uh, you know, that, that. That found that were that were in common use in their day, and that were precursors to things that are in common use today. So the first person that we're gonna highlight is a brother by the name of Thomas Elkins. And remember the name Thomas Elkins. Now Thomas Elkins was a dentist, uh, abolitionist, surgeon, pharmacist, and he was an inventor. He was born in 1818. I mean, you know. Pre-Civil War we talking about Um, He lived in Albany For most of his life But he traveled during his service As a medical examiner In the 54th and 55th Massachusetts Infantry I mean um, those were the Black Infantry that fought um, During the Civil War As a matter of fact The movie Glory um, Old movie back in the 1980s With Denzel Washington Morgan Freeman uh, Matthew Broderick, Andre, Andre Broward, they're all in it. It's, you know, 
uh, one of the movies that Denzel won an Academy Award for, they talked about the 54th Regiment, you know, being um, uh, one of the one of the black regiments of the Civil War. And so Thomas Elkins was the medical examiner. He wasn't in the movie, mind you, but Thomas Elkins was a medical examiner in the 54th and 55th Massachusetts Infantries, and he even visited Africa during the Back to Africa movement. Um, he had a couple of uh, notable inventions that we'll get into um, in, a, in a little bit. But um, but um, in, in the late 1800s, uh, uh, black Americans were a growing population in pharmacy work because it was considered easier for um, a black man or woman to get into, to become a pharmacist. Um, it was easier for us to conduct trade with people from you know all different you know nationalities if you're black you know and uh, 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 black American pharmacists were uh, particularly doing well in the, in the south where there was a greater population of, of black men and women um, but you know pharmacy was a was a, a, a profession that you know black Americans could get into easily and you know I, I guess during that time, uh, white people of the South or, or anywhere in this country uh, didn't mind dealing with black pharmacists, I'm guessing, because of the fact that there were a lot of black pharmacists in the late 1800s. Um, now, Thomas Elkins was one of the, was part of the first waves of, of African Americans in pharmacy, and he received this education um, from a man by the name of Dr. Wine, Dr. Winecoop, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, and uh, he spent 10 years working with him, and after that, you know, Thomas Elkins, he ran a drugstore, a small drugstore, and he did that for four years, and then he moved to a bigger location where he uh, ran that, ran it there for 13 more years, but due to some economic difficulties, he had to close the drugstore, but then he started to focus on dentistry and minor surgery. Uh, he actually trained other uh, distinguished uh, black American surgeons of the time. And, um, you know, he uh, did well. He did well with uh, uh, fostering and nurturing, um, you know, young black men who wanted to get into dentistry um, in, in, during that time period. Um, he paid it forward, which, which is always important in the black community, especially during this time when when Jim Crow and, and was, was running rampant in the country. Now, Thomas Elkins was involved in the Underground Railroad. He helped to transport slaves to Canada, and he was a member of the Albany Vigilance Committee, which organized to help fugitive slaves, and they even solicited uh, donations from citizens to help with the, with the work and with the movement. He uh, worked with a man by the name of Stephen Myers, who was a former slave, who, along with his wife, is considered to have operated the best-run underground railroad station in New York. Uh, Thomas had a couple of properties um, that was used on the Underground Railroad in New York, and it's currently owned by the Underground Railroad History Project of the Capital Region. But they own, you know, several properties in the area that were used you know, in the Underground Railroad. And um, he was also the chairman of an organization called the Citizens Committee. And um, 
it was it was it was in that position um, where he was presented a portrait um, where to a man by the name of William H. Johnson that was meant to communicate their appreciation of the distinguished service that Johnson rendered to the black race. It says colored race, but you know, I, you know, colored is such a dated term. You know, it just feels weird saying it. Um, so yeah, you know Thomas Thomas Elkins, you know helped helped to free slaves. You know he bought property in New York and helped to use that property to bring slaves up to Canada. Him and another former slave that he worked with uh, during the Civil War, um, as mentioned, he was the medical examiner. He was a medical examiner in two black infantries, and um, he even traveled to Africa, traveled to Liberia, as part of the Back to Africa movement. And, um, you know, so he not only helped to free slaves, but, you know, later on in life, but he also helped to save the lives of, of, of black soldiers during the Civil War. Now, some of his inventions, uh, one of his inventions was a refrigerating apparatus. And um, it was intended to prevent decay of food as well as human corpses during, you know, wartime. Um you know they would put they would, they would freeze the bodies so that it would prevent the bodies from smelling and preserve the bodies as well so that they can send them home he also patented an improvement in the chamber commode which was a predecessor to the toilet and his his uh, chamber commode came with several amenities including a, a, a mirror a book rack a washstand table an easy chair and a chamber stool. Um, another one of his inventions was a article of furniture which combined a dining table, an ironing table, and a quilting frame. Now, I don't know if he made any money off these inventions or not, but just the fact that he was, and I always say, it's the fact that, that he invented these things because me, I'm not, I don't have an engineering mind, you know, I've never invented anything. And, you know, for him to be able to invent a refrigerating apparatus, a, a, a chamber commode, which was the predecessor to a toilet, and an article of, of furniture with a dining table, ironing table, and, and quilting frame, like, that's amazing. You know, that's not something that everybody could do. So we definitely got to, you know, we want to, you know, salute him for that. Uh, he died in, in 1900, August 10th, 1900, in his burial at the Albany Rule uh, Cemetery, but uh, uh, Thomas Elkins, we want to salute you for your contribution to black history and black culture. So remember that name, Thomas Elkins. Now the next person, the next person we're going to talk about and that we're going to highlight is a man by the name of Richard Spikes, and Richard Spikes was a prolific inventor. I mean, he invented a lot of things. Um, most of them dealing with dealing in the automotive industry um, and a lot of his inventions are precursors or things that were uh, improvements to you know uh, things in, in, in the automotive industry that are still popular today so just a little bit of information on him um, he was uh, as before we get into that he was an inventor with many patents that he was awarded between 1907 and 1946 and um, he even um, invented uh, things uh, related to you know bar- 
barber, you know, because I know he worked as a barber, and even trolley cars. So he worked as a mechanic. He was a saloon keeper or, or, or a barber. Um, he and, and these were these occupations influenced his 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 inventions. Um, but he was born um, October seventh, October second, eighteen seventy eight, to Monroe and Medora Spikes, and he came from a large family. His younger brother was would actually go on to become a well-known jazz musician of the time, a man by the name brother by the name of Benjamin Franklin Spikes, but he was known as Reb. Um, in the census of eighteen eighty, it listed his birthplace as Texas, but he said he he uh, reported that he was actually born in what's now called Oklahoma, but back then it was called Indian Territory. But uh, he was actually born. He's according to him in Oklahoma. Now, he was married, had a child, had a son with his wife, and they moved to the different states: Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, before they settled in California. Now, in April 9th, nineteen oh seven, he uh, patented a beer tapper. Now, the beer tapper, which is you know, it was it's, it was connected to a keg. The tap used the tubing to ease the release of beer from the barrel while also improving freshness over time. And, you know, that technology, that technology is still in use today in many, you know, pubs around the world. But just think that in 1907, um, Richard Spikes, you know, patented, you know, I won't say it's one of the first, but he patented a beer tapper that's, that's, you know, like I said, the technology is still in use today, which is amazing. His next invention was a self-locking rack for billet cues, you know, for when you're playing pool. And he received that patent on October 11th, 1910, when he was living in New Mexico. Um, a decade later, in 1920, he successfully patented a trolley pole arrester. Now, according to, according to the patent application... Um, the device would automatically pull down the pole when the circuit is broken to prevent the breaking of the trolley wire and injury to the pole. I don't know what that is. I'm not even going to pretend like I know what it is, but this brother invented that. Now, over the next 40 years, he would he would patent at least seven more items. Um, some of the these uh, inventions were a, a brake testing machine in 1921, uh, Fantograph for conveying electrical current to trolley wires in 1923. A combination milk bottle opener and cover in 1926. A device to obtain average samples and temperatures of tank liquids for automobiles and the automobile industry in 1931. An improved gear shift transmission system in 1932. I mean, and, and, and I mean, that's, you know, the automatic transmission is what's in common use in America here today. So his invention, you know, the an improved gear shift transmission system, it was an improvement to the autom- early automatic transmission. And as we know, that technology, as I mentioned, is very popular in, in, in America. Another one of his inventions is a horizontally swinging barber chair in 1950. You know, those were popular back then. And an automotive brake system in 1962. At the age of 84, he was still inventing things. Imagine that. 
I mean, that just goes to show you, like, this brother, man, his mind was, was incredible that he was inventing all these things and that he, even up until the age of 84, he was still working. Now, of all these, these innovations, the best known are those that are related to the automotive industry. His gear shifting device uh, aimed to keep the gears for various speeds and constant mesh, which enhanced uh, the turn of the century invention of the automotive automatic transmission. So, you know, I, and I, and I, for people who might be saying, oh, a black man didn't invent the automatic transmission, I'm not saying that, but this brother invented an improvement to it, which, which helped to move the technology forward. His automatic brake safety system was also significant um, because it provided uh, a reserve braking action in case of damage to the normal braking means and is used in some buses as a fail-safe means of stopping the vehicle. It's a, basically an, emerg- an emergency brake, what we call now an emergency brake system. So he's also widely credited with patented with patent patenting excuse me an automobile signaling system the turn signal in the early 1910s there's no record to show that there was a patent file for that but he's widely credited with that um the system was installed on a pierce arrow motor car so you know there's no record for that but he's widely known to have either invented it or at least come up with the idea but you know I mean, look at all those inventions that we named. I mean, there was at least 10 that we talked about that this man invented from 1907 uh, to the 1960s, 1962, up until the age of 84. He died uh, January 22nd, 1965 in L.A. at the age of 86. But Richard Spikes, we salute you for your contribution to black history and black culture and for your brilliant mind. That's another name. Remember, Richard Spikes. Remember that name. So, finally, the last person who we're going to cover is a man by the name of Kenneth J. Dunkley. And Kenneth J. Dunkley is a physicist, inventor, and businessman. And Kenneth J. Dunkley is known um, in the field of holography for inventing and patenting the 3D glasses. Yes, a black man did invent 3D glasses. He serves as the president of Hollow Space Laboratories in uh, PA. Now, he was born in August 21st, 1939 in New York. He has a master's degree in physics and he conducted research in human vision that led to his discovery that a two-dimensional picture would appear as a three-dimensional picture if two points in a person's peripheral vision were blocked. So this discovery led to future improvement of 3D viewing glasses and that's how he was able to invent the the, the 3D glasses through his study in human vision. And as we know, a few, I remember like a decade ago, you know, 3D uh, 3D movies were all the rage. They were even selling, you know, 3D TVs. You had to sit up there with glasses. I didn't, you know, get into that but you know 3d glasses have been popular for decades now i mean ever since i was a kid you throw in 3d glasses it look like you know whatever it is you're looking at is jumping right at right out at you and you know never knew that a black man by the name of kenneth j dunkley invented 
that those glasses and that technology. He is known as both a visual pioneer and a leader in the field of holography, and he is the president, as mentioned, of Hollow Space Laboratories and conducts visual effects work, workshops at the Museum of Scientific Discovery in PA. Um, he also has experience as a Microsoft and robotics application trainer. So, I, I, as mentioned, like when I was a kid, I, I would have loved to have known. You know that a black man created you know 3d glasses it's, it's just one of those things that when you find out or if you know these things it just opens up so many possibilities for you you know you then you then just see the world differently like you too can invent something cool like that but kenneth j dunkley again we want to salute you um for your brilliant mind as well and for your inventions and your contribution to black history and black culture so that's three people we covered today. Kenneth J. Dunkley, um, uh, Richard Spikes, and, uh, and Thomas Elkins. So remember those three names and just, you know, just for the contribution of black history and black culture. So we salute you all. So that concludes this episode of Everyday Black History. And um, as mentioned, we'll be coming out with content throughout the month. So you'll be hearing from us, you know, some more. Uh, different interviews that were conducted will be will be released and um but i hope the rest of the week is a good week for everyone out there hopefully uh, it's a productive week and um you know it's not too stressed or too hellish for for any 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 out there listening but uh we'll be coming at you with more black history so stay tuned for the next episode